You are listening to Verse Per Verse with Amichai Laulevi, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. This weekly podcast, focusing on the Torah portion, was originally recorded in 2006 and 2007, but like the weekly Torah portion, they are as timeless as ever. Welcome to Lauviticus Verse Perverse, easy access to both verse at a time, and this week we're playing with fire. Passover is over, and we return to the weekly installment of the Sacred Saga, and we're going this week back and into the fire, literally, retelling a tragedy that engulfed like flames, an auspicious day awaited with much anticipation. The name of this week's parasha uh, is Shmini, the eighth day. It refers to the day on which the tabernacle was supposed to be officially inaugurated following seven days of intricate rituals. In chapter 9 of Leviticus, Aaron, the high priest, and his sons successfully perform duty after duty, and right on cue, the heavenly fire descends from heaven and consumes the offerings. The Hebrews love it. All the people saw, shouted, and fell on their faces. Fireworks! But playing with fire is tricky business, even for Levites. And the joy quickly turns into horror as something goes terribly wrong. The eighth day of celebration turns into the first day of seven days of mourning for two young priests, the sons of Aaron. Were they victims, martyrs, sinners? Different translations shed different light on what exactly happened here, altering their actions, motives, and consequences giving us various options to comprehend an otherwise totally mysterious and heartbreaking event. Leviticus chapter 10, verse 1 and 2. And now Aaron's sons, Nadav and Avihu, each took his fire pan, put fire in it, and laid incense on it, and they offered alien fire before the Lord, which he had not enjoined upon them. And fire came forth from the Lord and consumed them. The key word here is the one used to describe the fire. JPS uses alien to translate the Hebrew zara, while the King James prefers unholy, and other translations choose outside fire or strange fire or other fire. The Hebrew root for this fire is zur, zar, carrying the suggestion of the strange, the profane, even the abnormal. And there are other synonyms, excessive, deviant, perverse, which suggests something about the character and motivation of the two sons. On the other hand, in some classic commentaries, their trespass is viewed as an excess of zeal, and their death as a kind of holy ecstasy. The Zohar, for instance, the mystical text, sees their death not as a sign of profane behavior, but simply as a warning for us for the importance of timing and preparation when matters of the mystical are at hand. Timing is everything, and they were simply off cue. In the end, their motives remain a mystery. But Nadav and Avihu are remembered as boundary crossers, guilty of excess. Their death remains a warning of what it means to play with divine fire, how thin the line between being fired up and being fired. 
Those of us who play with the sacred fires of our tradition, the white fire and the black fire, finding these two sons of Aaron a cautionary tale. How much is too much? When are we, as individuals or as a community, guilty of bringing too much other into our inherited legacy? And is there a measure for that otherness? The eighth day looms over the book of Leviticus, smoke trailing off into the Sinai sky, etching question marks that linger on. Where and when are we playing with fire in our lives? Shabbat Shalom. See you next week. Love it.